Okay, welcome Prophet. Welcome Professor. Here we are, another show, and today's show is on the topic of feminism. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> we've had a lot of uh, emails from listeners uh, bringing up the subject of uh, what's with you guys and feminism? <laughs> and so I made the suggestion, why don't we just discuss it outright? Okay, so this is just going to be an open discussion. I haven't done a whole lot of research uh, for this particular show. I am somewhat versed in um, in some of the, the feminist ideas and uh, the men's rights ideas and um, everything sort of in between. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting sort of show on this this topic. It can get a bit controversial, um, but yeah. <laughs> We're going to discuss it, and it's going to be beyond... The discussion is going to be beyond our views and prejudices and things like that. Um, as much as we would like to believe we don't have them, we all have them. Uh, this is going to be a intelligent, thought-out discussion about feminism, what it is, how it is uh, played out in society, how it plays out in relationships, uh, feminism in, in different countries as well. Um I, of course, I'm a male. I can only give my opinion from where, from the shoes that I wear. Um, I've known many feminists uh, throughout my lifetime, and uh, you would, might be surprised to know that uh, they were just average people. <laughs> Here's a quote for you. I think it's an insightful quote. Feminism is female nature politicised. What are your thoughts on that? Well, what are my thoughts on that? Um, I think that what feminism actually is and what people's opinion of feminism is are two, di two very different things. I think that many men that end up in bad relationships or relationships that have gone south uh, often blame all the issues in the relationship on, oh, she was a feminist. Feminism is the concept that women are equal to men in every way. And I, I absolutely believe in that, in that principle. I guess that makes me a feminist. Uh, absolutely believe in it. However... But you don't believe it in terms of uh, the differences between men and women in terms of our biology? Well, this, is, this gets back to definitions. I mean, obviously men and women are, are different in many ways. But... I suppose if you're looking at it in terms of um, a set of scales, the shortfalls in one area are made up for with advantages in another area and it weighs out. What I've noticed about uh, society at large is that most people have a very jaded view of feminists. And I'm talking about those people being both male and female. It's one of those words that 
polarises people's opinions, their thoughts, depending on your experiences with people that have been uh, open about being a feminist or uh, even right through to media personalities uh, that are very have very strong feminist views. I have no issue with feminism as such. In fact, I'm all for it. Women are equal to men in every way. The issue that I have with it is a twofold issue. I think in many ways women believe they are superior to men. That is not feminism. That is man-hating. That and is... the sense of entitlement that men and we, many women have as well, I think that plays into it. But I put it to you that in industrial societies with high levels of technological development that we see a rise in feminism. We don't see it in third world, I use the word shitholes, but in third worlds or developing countries, uh, we don't tend to see feminism. We only see it when society, the level of society and technological development reaches a certain level. And that certain level is a level high enough that... Uh, Men and women, uh, in particular women, are able to say, okay, I, no lo- I will no longer choose the traditional role that uh, has been assigned to me or that uh, women have traditionally uh, performed um, in-, in society and they-, they-, they give up their traditional role. But I put it to you that whilst women are able to give up their traditional roles under feminism so they can go to- into the workforce and... They don't have to be stuck at home in the kitchen and all that. Uh, you know, equal 50s. rights, equal pay, the right to vote. Yeah. The list goes on and on and on. On and on. However, mm. what I put to you is that uh, in today's uh, 21st century, in today's environment, men are not able to give up their traditional roles. If a man, for instance, says, okay, I'm going to give up my traditional role as a provider, as a worker, as a utility... And I'm going to walk away from relationships and I'm going to keep my money to myself. Well, society says, you're bad, I will shame you, and I will shame you back to the plantation. But if a woman says she'll give up her traditional role, she's strong and empowered. She is an assertive woman and she's taking on the world headfirst and uh, she's not changed, changed to the kitchen anymore. She can be a corporate executive and be on par with men and all that sort of stuff. So... What I see when it comes to feminism, I see the empowerment of women. And empowerment of women, I think, is a a good thing to a a degree. But what I also see is uh, a depowering of men to a degree. And um, But I also do see, however, uh, men having now having the option, due to feminism, that they didn't have in the past. Like, men now can say, okay, well... Now that women are able to go off into the workforce and earn money on their own, men can say, they can say and they can do. They can walk away from relationships. They can go their own way. They can do what they want to do. They no longer have the burden of supporting women and children. Feminism has given men that choice of freedom, which they did not have before. Yeah, feminism is a... Overall, I believe it's a good thing. I, I, I... do not hold any views at all that women are not equal to men. I don't hold any views that, oh, no, their role is to wash dirty socks down in the river and this is not my way of thinking. This is dark age thinking. Mm. Um, 
the the issue that I have is you it is fantastic to legislate equal rights to all. That is a wonderful thing. But you can't apply it. You either apply it or you don't. You you can't just apply it when it suits you. All right. Now, you can't take out insurance after you've had an accident. You've got to make sure that you've got these things in place. Now, the, the, the issue that I have, and it applies equally to men as to women, is often labels are used to... They're used as a, a thin veil over deeper... Uh, unpalatable belief systems Um, you know women that have prejudices towards men think that they're beneath them men that have prejudices towards women and think oh no it's your job to cook my dinner and wash my clothes Uh, and I think that if you have to elevate yourself at the expense of another group this is not a very good thing at all. Uh, I hate to say it, many feminists are not feminists. Uh, female supremacists? Yes. They're, they are the female equivalent of the male chauvinist pig. I agree. And I think that an interesting character uh, in the, I guess, in feminis- feminism is uh, Dr. Warren Farrell, author of such books as The Myth of Male Power why men are the way they are, and various other books. Um, He's an interesting one because he was originally a feminist. He was on the board of NOW, the National Organisation of Women, and uh, he was a very big and supporter of feminists and feminism in general. And yet uh, he was getting well paid. He uh, had, had money and assets, and he was making a very good living. But then what actually happened is he turned away from feminism and he started writing um, from the male point of view. He uh, stepped down from the board of now and uh, wrote all his books um, uh, about uh, male empowerment and uh, men's issues. He went from being quite wealthy uh, to being relatively poor. He went broke. Which is an interesting one. Um, I think that yeah, there is money in, in feminism. Absolutely, there's money in it. There's money in a lot of isms, isn't there, really? <laughs> Where those three letters come together, ISM, <laughs> there is always money. Yeah. So, I don't know, I think uh, with female empowerment, if you think about it, household spending, generally speaking, is controlled by women. So... Being uh, too much to the male point of view, uh, if you run a, a business or a corporation, you really need to be uh, focused on advertising and selling towards women who hold the purse strings. Uh, selling towards men generally is uh, not as profitable uh, an endeavour. One might say that's why we see advertising uh, with men as buffoons and clowns and not knowing what's going on and a woman telling them what to do and uh, being the... the, the um, uh, the smarter one of the pair, and uh, it, it is fascinating uh, in our society um, under, one might say, institutionalised feminism in, in the Western world, um, any society with high levels of technological development, that um, you know, the position of relative power of men and women. Well, 
the uh, something to seriously think about with this issue is if women have to empower themselves at the expense of men, their opinion of men. In other words, if they need to put men down and take power away from them in order to empower themselves, then they clearly haven't come very far at all, haven't learnt much about equal rights and haven't uh, changed their belief systems at all. Uh, it's... I'm all in favour of empowering women, but not at anyone else's expense. Yeah. That's the nuts and bolts of it for me. One of the fascinating things um, about feminism is you often hear a lot of feminists talk about um, you know, men in positions of power and responsibility like CEOs, high-ranking uh, male executives and the like, and how there needs to be more women in the boardroom, um, more women in these positions of power. What you don't generally tend to hear about is there needs to be more women working as uh, garbage women, for instance, or in low-level, physically demanding jobs, um, perhaps a power line installer, uh, oh, tree loggers and, and the like. I think that's changing too. Uh, the, the company that I work for, which is a, a large interstate transport company, we have uh, female truck drivers, we have female forklift drivers, we have uh, female supervisors, we have female management. Which is, I, I see as a positive thing, but oh, you, often, thing. you don't hear uh, feminists talking about those particular types of jobs and empowering women into those particular types of, of jobs. It's always higher level, high status um, roles, which you hear a lot about. Well... What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Someone has to do these jobs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like saying, oh, you know, what kind of man would become a nurse? Well, many men choose that profession because it's their passion. That's it's, right. It doesn't mean that they're any more or less of a human being than anyone else. It's just they have chosen this as their careers. We, we are all different, yet we are all the same in many ways. Uh, and the, the long and the short of it is the danger is in the label and it's very hard to find anyone that has a neutral opinion of feminists and feminism. They either love them or hate them based on their experiences with them and I have a neutral opinion of them I have no prejudices towards feminists one way or the other. The, like every other group, they are comprised of people right across the spectrum. Um, the, the issue that I have is that it is a label. It is a label that is often incorrectly given to people that don't believe that they are equal to men. They believe that they are better than men, and that's the issue that I have with it. Mm. You know, my first relationship was with a feminist, and many of the uh, I did much of the reading and um, uh, my interest in the topic um, was spurred on by that. My first relationship, uh, I guess, a very formative and important one for me. Um, I generally have a negative view. Um, 
of certain feminists, not all, um, but certain feminists. And I believe that some of the things that feminists talk about, um, it's more about female supremacy. And one might say that if you removed um, the mention of men in some of their writings and replaced it with the word Jew, it would be very, very interesting how that would read some of those uh, feminist speeches. Uh, if we're looking at it and reading them objectively, would say, hang on a second, this is highly prejudiced this against a like, race. This sounds like 1930s Germany to me. This is it. Mm. So there are a lot of parallels you can make between hate movements and isms. And uh, much of the online discussions, especially in the men going their own way or the MGTOW uh, MGTOW movement, um, as well as uh, the feminist movements, they sort of accuse each other of being um, hate movements. Now on, and they're both right, and they are both right to a, to a degree. Uh, certain things within those movements, and they're both wrong as well. Exactly, exactly. This is the, this is the irony of feminism. But um, I mean, this relationship that you had with a, uh, a self-confessed feminist—did you feel? equal in the relationship no i didn't that doesn't sound like feminism to me it doesn't sound like equality to me either but what really fascinates me is the lengths that feminists will go to to shut down debate in terms of the men's views like on many campuses you hear that uh you know they've got feminist groups but as soon as a men's rights group wants to start up wow we can't have that and we have demonstrations. Dr. Warren Farrell has been uh, subjected to, uh, you know, uh, protests and protesters on campus. Um, there's, there was a very well-known, and I'll put this in the, the link to, to the video as well, there was a demonstration in Canada at, I believe it was the University of Toronto, where uh, feminists staged a protest and the behaviour that they exhibited was outrageous. Um, if men were behaving in, in a similar manner... They would have been arrested. They would have been arrested. And I think it's concerning that feminism can attract some very... Extremists. Extreme, extreme people. E extreme right. people with extreme behaviour. That's it. The, and, and an anger towards mm. men, perhaps because mm. they haven't been able to gain from men what they, what they want and what they need, whereas other women have been able to gain that. I mean, there's... Uh, there's a, that meme online of this is what a feminist looks like. And uh, I saw one recently and there was a, in the picture there was a, a, an overweight woman and holding up the sign, this is what a feminist looked like. And she wasn't a, a woman that you would say is traditionally attractive to men. And underneath someone had, had put uh, the caption, um, yeah, that was pretty much what I, what I thought, right? Well, there's, there's a lot more to feminism than burning bras at political meetings. It's a very complex issue. It's a polarising issue. It's uh, quite misunderstood. It is a, is a word that is used as a label and uh, holds a lot of prejudice. There is so much to the issue of feminism. And like everything else, some is good, some is not good. Very little of it is neutral. But uh, why don't we throw it over to our listeners. Send us some emails. Send us some emails of your views on feminism, your experiences with feminists, 
and feminism. And uh, why don't we revisit this one again in a month, discuss it a bit more. We want it to be an intellectual discussion on the issue, not one where people are uh, trying to peddle their own agendas and prove their own points. We just want an open-minded discussion on the issue. I hold no prejudices one way or the other with feminism. Um, I'm all ears. I'm happy to hear everyone's view on the matter. I think a little bit of common sense and a little bit of logic and a little bit of intelligent discussion could go a long way with this topic. Excellent. And uh, I'll just let the viewers know that uh, I do hold a little bit of resentment and uh, anger towards feminists. So I'm declaring that I have some issues with femini feminism and feminists uh, in general. However, I'm going to keep an open mind. And, oh, come uh, on, Clark, get over it. <laughs> so, but I, I tell you, I'm particularly interested in hearing from women who uh, are older, who perhaps um, when they were younger they held the power of beauty. So perhaps uh, former models, actresses, uh, any uh, women who in the past uh, was considered by uh, men as well as other women as being very beautiful. And um, the reason that um, I'm interested in hearing from women like this is if you are now older and you uh, say in your 50s or 60s and no, you no longer have the power of beauty that you once did when you were younger, um, how you are now treated by men and other women and whether you your thoughts and the power that you once had, whilst one form of power has changed, you've gained another form of power under feminism. Or, or it's perception. It's or, a perception of power. Or the perception of power. That's right. So Because I think what I've generally seen is that uh, young, highly attractive or beautiful women tend not to need feminism. However, uh, older women who have perhaps lost their the youth and beauty um, do tend to need feminism. Um, for you know, Because younger, beautiful women tend to be able to get many things from men. We know what men's primary interest oh, they is. They've got to smile, don't they? <laughs> this is it. So... Um, you know, I'm very interested in different forms of power and uh, how power changes over time. So if there's any women out there who are, uh, are former beauty queens and the like and, and now interested in the subject of, of feminism, and tell us why you need feminism. And um, Yeah, let's, let's throw this one over to the listeners. I would like to hear more about uh, people's belief system surrounding feminism, particularly women who are feminists, now is the opportunity to write to us, tell us about what is going on in your thought processes and why, why you hold feminism in such high regard, almost as an ideology. Or low regard, if uh, you regard it that way as well. Or, or low regard as well. I'm, I'm very interested to hear people's thoughts and discussions on this matter. I don't have the answers I'm very neutral here, very open-minded. I want to hear the good, the bad, the juicy, the whole lot. I just would like to find out what other people are thinking on the issue. As do I. And uh, also, um, we'd like to hear from um, our male uh, viewers as well and their views on feminism and perhaps uh, how the rise of feminism and institutionalised feminism in the Western world has affected their, uh, their behaviour, if they're doing different things today than what they were 
say, in the past, if perhaps they've uh, become expats, have moved overseas due to uh, issues like this, and also from um, people who are, uh, you know, transgender. We're very interested in hearing from transgendered viewers as well and uh, their thoughts on feminism. I think that's a, that's a fascinating um, subject and uh, whether... Uh, uh, whether feminism is empowerment for transgender people as well. Yes, this we'll, revi we'll revisit this one in a month. Uh, we need some more material to work with on this one. We've only just scratched the surface. Excellent. All right, well, we look forward to uh, um, doing another show very shortly on this subject. We'll leave it at that for now, and um, all the best, and send us, your, send us your emails. Yes, bye for now. All right, bye.